Welcome to the Life's a Pitch podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... Gangster movies. Yeah, see? Yeah. 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 Oh, look, at, look at those, a bunch of schmoes. Well, what are we, a bunch of schmoes sitting yeah. here looking like gangsters on the street corner? Yeah, a bunch of wise guys, even yeah. five guys. We're walking here. Yeah, we're walking here. Bunch we're podcasting of, here. Bunch of five guys, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're doing we're doing gangster movies. Yeah, we, we are doing gangster movies. A, a genre we seldom visit. No, we're, no, we'll we're strangers here. Yeah, we'll th- be fine. We'll be fine. I think we've done three gangster episodes in four hundred and sixty-six. Yep. Yeah, uh, something like that. There's, there's a reason for that. <laughs> we don't know the genre very well. We'll, yes. we're, we're gonna we're gonna get through it. Yep. Uh, joining us for our genre, joining us for our gangster gangster episode. Ash Routh. Hello. How yeah. are you? Uh, well, that's weird not to be on a Star Wars episode, but yeah. other than that... Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. We did draft you in literally last minute when you turned up at my house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you know, <laughs> I was expecting a game of D&D. <laughs> That's how we get them. <laughs> That's how we get them. We lure them <laughs> in. Invite them into, for D&D. And... Yeah. Now you're here for this... Uh, Life's a Pitch Extravagangster Oh Really for a genre I don't know a lot about As well Yeah yeah, yeah, None of us do It's fine We know that It it has to include uh, A lock A stock And two smoking It has to be in New York Or London There's nothing else There's nowhere else Has gangsters (laughs) Maybe we can get out of that Maybe we can do like a Scouse one Yeah we'll do some Scouse gangsters Scouse gangsters Chicago Yeah Yeah. Portland yeah. Really new age gangsters. <laughs> Bristol. <laughs> yes. There's there's no gangsters in Bristol. Let's, oh, gang gang Francis Francisco. Yeah, they're they're fighting over. There's a, there's, a, there's gangsters in Bristol in skins, right? But they're the most unbelievable gangsters <laughs> the I think I've ever seen. Mackenzie Crook plays the gangsters in yes. skins. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. And he's supposed to be scary. Yeah. yeah. And Tur- just not. Turf warfare over like allotments. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're fighting over down in the wharf. <laughs> meet, meet me down at the canal. In the down canal on, docks. Down on the wharf. <laughs> It's, a, it's an Ardman production. <laughs> so uh, let's pitch some gangster movies. Yep. So uh, as it always goes on the show, we got uh, gangster movie titles or just movie titles every other week <laughs> from uh, people on social media. Uh, they are facebook.com forward slash Life's Pitch Podcast, Twitter at Life's Pitch Show, and patreon.com forward slash Life's Pitch Podcast as well. Uh, Matt put a wonderful post out about gangsters on Friday. It was wonderful. It was wonderful. And uh, people put comments, put replies mm-hmm. in with the titles they'd like to see us pitch. So uh, let's go on with it, shall we? Yeah. All right, so from Ed Crawley, we've got Forgetting About It. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is obviously a witness protection movie. Mm. Love that, yeah. I think we do a witness protection movie, right, 
but with the same technology as used in Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Oh, so they they, they can like erase your memories uh, if you're a witness. Wait, no, that wouldn't work. Cause... Well, this is the thing. If if you like, okay, if you get wiped, yeah. Well, basically everyone. Um, right, I've got it. I've right, got yeah. it. Right, Go everyone who gets done by this guy's testimony gets that person wiped from their memory. Oh, so they can't yeah. seek yeah. revenge yeah. Yes. because they don't remember the person who grasped them yes. up. Yeah, so it, it's like, it's it, it the kind of technology is similar in sort of, it's similar in terms of practicality mm. that the source code technology is in source code. Yeah, we don't like, explain it ever. Like, it's just... Yeah. The, <laughs> they could just send someone into witness protection. It's worked for years. And then suddenly Jeffrey Wright comes along and goes, I've got a way we can we can do away with witness protection. Make it, <laughs> make it a bit more... Make it a bit more, more secure. We make sure we wipe the person from everyone's memory who is involved in the crime. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've got an idea to wipe everyone's memory who is involved in the crimes. <laughs> and they for, do this, the right? The testimony. Here's the thing. They do that. Yeah. However, this person was so close to the centre of this operation yeah. that, A, they were involved in the crime, so they also had the, the, that crime wiped from their memory. Yeah. And, and the main mob boss, who was so involved, was so close to them, yeah. has them in most of their memories, right? So, yeah. uh, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 fucking always a mobster. Uh... James Gandolfini. No. Joe Pesci. Pesci, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Pesci is the big mob boss. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he has been so close to this other person. Mm. Um, De Niro. Robert De Niro, yeah. right? That's uh, clearly the other way around. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, uh, Pesci is, the, is the, uh, the testimony, the rat. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. De Niro is the mob boss. Yeah. There's been so close that when Pesci testi- uh, testifies... Mm. De Niro has... They have to go really deep to yeah, get rid yeah. of Pesci, right? And what that means is that when he gets let go and accidentally turns up at the same, um, like, retirement home or oh, like, village yeah. or neighbourhood yeah. as Pesci, like, next-door neighbours, yeah. they're both struggling not to have flashback memories <laughs> of each other. hang on, hang on. They, they can't get enough on the boss to imprison him. Okay. And Pesci's... Like done the witness protection. Thing. Yeah, yeah. So they're both out of jail. Everyone yeah. else is in jail. Yeah. But everyone's had their memories wiped. Yes. Okay. Pesci and De Niro form a friendship. Yeah. And not knowing that each not, other. Not knowing that they know past. each other. And um, De Niro tells Pesci that he's involved in like the mob business. Yeah. And Pesci's like receptive to it. That sounds really good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And De Niro says, I got this plan to break my boys out of jail. <laughs> and they go, and, and Pesci's all in. They bust everyone out of jail, right? Yeah. And then they get caught. <laughs> Pesci. <laughs> they get their mind wiped. They get again. caught. <laughs> Pesci's look, Pesci decides to rat on them. Yeah. Everyone's memories get wiped. <laughs> and everyone but Pesci and De Niro goes to jail. <laughs> and the twist is they've always been in this jail. Yeah. Yeah. Like they, they... They've, they've done this 18 times. <laughs> we get flashbacks of them doing it where they've all been like CGI'd to look a lot younger than they are. Uh, yeah, and Willem Dafoe is like, all right, guys, time to get him again. <laughs> like, yeah, they the... go into the atrium of the prison. <laughs> he's the police and officer. Like, and like, there's like... There's... <laughs> 
There are literally three houses outside the front of this prison. Yeah. The only way they could make it so that the least damage was done to this prison is by making an obvious uh, weakness to exploit. Because because De Niro and Pesci were known as a, a, a couple of guys who could get into any building. Yeah. There's no way of stopping them. So Willem Dafoe had this. Willem Dafoe and Jeffrey Wright had this idea. Yeah. Right. Oh, wait. They're doing this whole thing, yeah. right? Then we pan out. They've, it's the whole thing's just the Truman Show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a reality TV show. It's they're making mobster movies <laughs> out of out of real mobsters that they've caught, yeah. mind wiped, and they're doing the same heist over it, and over. It cuts again. back, and Scorsese is talking to Willem Dafoe and Jeffrey Wright. It's like this is a really good idea. Yeah, <laughs> can we get a, can we get get another take of them uh, picking the lock to the to the to the interview room door? Sure, run it out again, and then you just get a scene of all the guys in a line in chairs with little headsets on, going. <laughs> <laughs> Because you can't ask them to do it again. You just have to yeah, start yeah, the yeah. whole sequence yeah. over. How how do we um, how do we finish this movie? It like, comes do we break the cycle? It's, it's just the Irishman. <laughs> the end of the movie. The end of the movie is they're now all like eighty five years old, yeah, yeah. and they're breaking out of jail in like Zimmer frames and stuff. Well, all the guards are like, no, no, oh, no, they're getting out. Well, they're all just hobbling out. And like, it's kind of one of those things. I think we amongst it, we sort of. Uh, we see the other things that Willem Dafoe is doing, right? Mm. Like, uh, gangsters fighting and dying and, like, you know, it's grim out there. Yeah, yeah. Right? Mm. Outside of this special little place... Yeah. Is 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 horrid. Yeah. Everyone's mm-hmm. living because it's the future now, right? We, yeah, we've yeah. Got old. Oh yeah, yeah. Everyone's living in squalor and fighting over scraps. And this, these are the happiest gangsters <laughs> in yeah, the yeah. world because they're doing a sort of like scarpa yeah. and then oh, <laughs> running down the. <laughs> We better fucking scarp or the the, the the cops are on our tail, and they're just like you know Zima framing down the. That's why everyone likes to watch it, even though it's just a repeat again, because it reminds them of a simpler time. It does, yeah. yeah. They'll, they'll happily watch Pesci breaking out for the 15th time. <laughs> Nostalgia therapy for gangsters, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. and for the general public. Yeah, feels like about six Black Mirror episodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, forgetting about it. Yeah, forgetting, <coughs> forgetting about it. Thanks, Ed Crowley, for that one. Forgetting Sarah Marshall about it. <laughs> no need forgetting Sarah Marshall about it. <laughs> All right. So from Leo the Unverified, we've got the coat check girl. Immediately, I'm thinking like, uh, you might might have to come with me here. Um, immediately, I'm thinking like uh, opportunism, mm. uh, the opportunity of being the coat check girl, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and what can you do there? You can distribute from there, right? Sure. Oh, yeah. Prohibition. Oh, oh, yeah, I like this. Right? You're leaving hip flasks of booze in people's pockets as the as they leave the theatre yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yes. You know, you give them a special kind of ticket, extra money, and then she leaves it in your pockets, and then you, you know, that sort of thing. When they when they hand you back, you know, you give out tickets to say, oh, your coat is number 57. Yeah. Mm. They write their next order on the back of the ticket, so then when they hand it in... Uh... Yeah. So she's putting these like hip flasks in the in yeah. the yeah, pockets yeah. of these coats for these gangsters that are coming to the ballroom. Yeah, they come to the ballroom. They come to the theatre. Mm. People check their coats. Yeah, uh, and of course they would check whether or not the people serving like uh, refreshments were were serving alcohol. Yeah, but yeah. they wouldn't go into the coat check. Like yeah. no one goes into the coat check. Yeah, they wouldn't think. 
Yeah. Why would anyone go to the coat check? Yeah, they're already getting searched on the way in. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. They wouldn't be searched on the way out. Why would you search somebody on the way out? Yeah. It makes no sense. And so, like, this is... I think this is, like, a teenage girl trying to make her way in the yeah. world. Yeah. Um, like, trying to, like, keep her mum's uh, medicine coming in or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Gets involved in the prohibition. She initially doesn't realise, and then yeah. she's very quickly inducted by... Like, like the boss is the, the uh, owner of the ballroom, mm. or wherever yeah <laughs> the 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 sober men's club yeah. <laughs> it, it, the pet shop it's the owned, springfield it's, pet shop it's owned by an increasingly doddering ian mckellen yes yeah he yes. teaches her all about sleight of hand and stuff yeah oh yeah, yeah, wow yeah, 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 yeah like that yeah it's either that or ian mckellen's like a granddad who taught a sleight of hand could be both past. yeah yeah and I, she's now she's looking after him yeah, yeah. yeah. She, he looked after her Teaching her about all these little tricks. Yeah, but I think the ballroom um, gangster has to be like uh, a pretty powerful, but like not the top, not the um, uh, what's it, the guy from the Mandalorian? Yeah, <laughs> not, not the sure. uh, not, not Giancarlo Esposito. Not Jabba the Hutt. No, not Jabba the yeah, Hutt. Yeah, no, no, he's, yeah. he's not the dangerous guy. Yeah, but he's like the underling. Yes. And she doesn't know anything about the gangster world. He's like the underling guy who's yeah. like, you got to put this in this, this in this, this in this. Make no mistakes, you got it? So she's squeezed between the this this boss, this underling boss, yeah. and the cops, yeah. who are like Puritan, like, like um, looking for any sniff of alcohol. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and she's like, she's never broken the law before. No. And like, she doesn't have to hold her nerve, you know? Yeah. Mm. And she's, you know, trying to... She's, like, sweating as she goes past the cops on the way out every night. Yeah. Z- yeah. Zendaya? Sure. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah she, she was pretty good when she played Mishi. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> In what? <laughs> In the... Uh, the... The... The Gronks? <laughs> In, the, <laughs> In the... That animated show. That, that animated one. one. Yeah. I can't remember it, but... It's the... The, the cave... guy's singing about it. Cave Krungus. Cave yeah. Krungus. Yeah. The, the animated Cave Krungus. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the uh, mob underling guy who's kind of running the thing, uh, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, he, yeah. Could, be, he could be... Sound Sounds like he could be harsh. Yeah. yeah. Could be so, uh, a little bit unhinged. Nah, a little yeah. Bit. Now you've got to put that over there. This is a little drawling, a little menacing. It's very deep south kind yeah. of... A, yeah. Yeah, it's like... He, he looks like he's good with knives, Matthew yeah. McConaughey. He takes... Uh, at some point when she, like, um, forgets something. Yeah. You know, like, you know, a, a, a ticket goes awry and this this, this cop comes by and, she, and, and looks at the ticket. Yeah. Matthew McConaughey's, like, sweating and she's sweating and, like, he's like, that's a strange... Uh, this is a strangely written ticket. Wouldn't you say? And she's like, "Oh well, it's just my handwriting." You know, I'm just, I'm, just, I'm still at school, so. Uh, and 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 you know, she's quite thinking. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you see McConaughey's hand on her shoulder. Yeah, and you can yeah. tell it's gripping, gripping tight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, and and he takes her out uh, out the back, and he, and he shows her like the the empty plot of land where they're pl- planning to develop mm. a bunch of like suburban houses. Yeah. And he's like, "You see those uh, those big holes for their foundations? Yep." That's where we put people who make mistakes. Like, Ooh, so, so right. she's sort of like she's the, the threat's yeah. there, right? Yeah, yeah. Like the. Yeah. Uh, I, I think she swaps one flask for another, gives mm. someone the wrong drink, but like she doesn't know what's in it. Yeah. yeah. So she's just 
like she chases after this gangster guy to swap the thing off. Yeah. She cl- chases him to the next club. Yeah, yeah. Picks the drink out of his slat hands yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Slat hands it and then puts, but like forgets to put it. Like he swings too far. She misses. The glass gets smashed everywhere. The gangster thinks that she's trying to rob him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she's off on the run now. Yeah, we, we get a thing after she's run off. Yeah, we get a little pan down, and you see like smoke coming. You know the smashed glass. Oh, right, yeah, bro. Yeah. You see smoke rising off it. It starts to burn through the floor. Oh shit! So they, that, were, they were trying to. Oh. Somebody was trying, somebody's trying to kill that gangster. Yeah, yeah. and, and she's the only it. link. Yeah, yeah. Like and she doesn't know she was done for a poisoning. Yeah. Like, yeah. She was being set up, but it just missed. Jesus Christ, what poison was he about to <laughs> <laughs> Like, drinks it, and then it's just, it's just, just fucking ribs. <laughs> He's just ribs. Turns from a skeleton from waist down. <laughs> what are these cartoon gangsters? We, 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 we see Gary Oldman stood in a corner as he's realising the poisoning's gone wrong, and he just... <laughs> Puts a pipe in his mouth and sweeps out like a like a fucking bat with a coat trailing behind him. <laughs> Throws a smoke bomb on the floor. <laughs> and, and, and like... Never to be seen again in this movie. <laughs> At some point, we've got to see that poison actually successfully kill someone. Absolutely. Because then we get a little... Uh, they, they, it burns away the bottom half of their body and you hear a little xylophone <laughs> uh, as they fall to the ground. <laughs> As the, I, as, the, as the fleshy part of their body hits the ground, I, I, I got the scene I want where it happens. They they've walked out of the club. Obviously, they've gone past all the security guards and stuff. Yep. And you see this person walking off into the night. Yeah. And then you just see their top half of the body just—it's all silhouette. <laughs> you see the top half of the body just sort of slough off. Yep. <laughs> it's the ground. <laughs> Xylophone. <laughs> I really want someone to fire a gun and the bullets stay in the same place but they go flying off somewhere. <laughs> That's the kind of world this movie's saying. <laughs> Oldman's trying to pick everyone off. Yeah. It turns out Oldman's a supposedly retired police officer who's gone uh, gangster yeah. but he's actually deep, deep undercover. Oh, yeah. And he's realised that the police just don't have the tools to capture this so he's mm. having to... Deal with stuff. I'm trying to think what city is all this set in. <laughs> is it New York or is it London? It's We've both. Just... It's both at the same it's time. So <laughs> it's Chicago. We borrow. <laughs> we borrow the aesthetics of both. Yeah, yeah. It's like Cob- uh... cobbled roads. Yeah. <laughs> with an American sidewalk, yeah. like. Yeah, yeah. We've got. Prohibition <laughs> area. That didn't oh, happen yeah. in the UK. Yeah. <laughs> We've got both black cabs and yellow cabs. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But booze is definitely elite. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, a big red bus with a with a New York pizza slice shop <laughs> inside the lower. Bomb <laughs> off! Is a pizza shop. Yeah, I really think this quite tense movie won't arrive very subway is very clearly a london underground logo but it says metro on it yeah or subway but like like the logo for subway yeah we did get away from the dark vibes a little bit there's a a station called queen's victoria station (laughs) well done Brooklyn Tower Bridge, with with the with Big Ben in the middle of it. Yeah. 
<laughs> right next to the Empire State. But the Empire State Building, right? It's a big is, clock in it's, it. It's just got. It's just a big, big Ben. Yeah. So back to the story. That's <laughs> <laughs> some of the world. Yeah, that's some world building. Yeah. What? Like what? Uh, so she's gonna be. She's like. Oh, Oldman's like, uh, like sort of captured her, cornered her. He's and caught said, by the you arm. Need to sque- you mm. need to, to sort of like, uh, you need to, to rat on these yeah. people right now. I know you're not a part of this world. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I, I'm an old friend of your grandpappy's. <laughs> okay. Oh. And he shows them like a, shows her like a picture of like young Gary Oldman and yeah. young, who the fuck was the grandpa? Um, Ian McKellen. Young Ian McKellen. Uh. Both as like, you know, like, like police recruits. The day they graduated the academy, yeah, sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, showing a little a, a sepia-toned photograph. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. Can, can we have a um, like a really sort of uh, what's the guy's name? The the Prohibition era uh, police chief. I don't remember. Um, oh, Elliot Ness. Yes, We've got our Elliot Ness character uh-huh. who played by Danny Mays. Sure, sure. Daniel, you know Daniel Mays. Daniel Mays, the, yeah, the the, uh, the, uh, the British cop drama guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You'll you'll know him. You'll know him. IMDb Daniel Mays, and you'll be like that guy. If you've seen Rogue One, he gets killed very early. <laughs> he, gets, he gets shot by Andor. Have you yeah. seen the quite forgettable movie Rogue One? <laughs> um, then you might not remember that Daniel Mays gets killed by Andor very quickly to display how how uh, easy like Andor like how lightly Andor is willing to oh, kill someone. Oh yeah, but but also in those in those like less than 5 minutes he's got on screen, he comes across as very British. A very British and very unlikable. Yeah. Yes. And those are the two things that he really goes for in most of his performances. I can't climb my arm. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> <laughs> we've got we've got this like old cops trying to recruit her kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got into the, which side is she picking? She's got, oh, yeah. she's got she's she's got a fork in the road, right? Does she go with Grandad and his old pal? Uh, she's making a new life yeah. for herself. Okay, I think she I think what she ends up doing is um, uh, stealing a whole ship, a, a whole consignment, and crossing the border. I like that. I think she like to to France. Um, <laughs> <laughs> to, 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 to Australia. To Francico. <laughs> we, we, we get... <laughs> she steals a whole shipment, right? Yeah. She's got to clean <laughs> to her... French Canada. She's got to clean her tracks behind her. She had this whole thing where she's agonising. Do I, do I stay with the gangsters yeah. and yeah. warn them about yeah. what's happening? Or do I, do I go with Grandad and his old friend? We get this scene. She's run off to France. She's got the, the you know, all the stuff. Quebec. And maybe she got to Quebec. She got maybe to Quebec. with a girlfriend that she met at the, uh, Absolutely. In, the in, in the coat checking thing. Yeah, yeah. Who really does have nothing to do with this world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally She's trying innocent. to preserve her, like, her, her innocence in this, in this, mm-hmm. in this grim criminal en- en- enterprise. Yeah. And we get, we get like a cut back to the club mm-hmm. and we get, um, McConaughey like where is she look yeah. at his watch and stuff and then he starts checking people in because she's not here yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. so he starts doing the thing everyone's coming in leaving their coats and stuff and you see them all sat in the big bingo hall I'm guessing they're playing bingo, bingo yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tonight, tonight the ballroom is doing bingo yeah gangster bingo <laughs> and then you see them all sat down they're all swigging yeah, yeah. from them... water bottles with yeah yeah yeah, yeah absolutely it's, no, no, it's no. dimly lit it's <laughs> dimly lit so they're all silhouettes and you see every torso slide off <laughs> 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 the rattling of ribs hitting the and ground. 
<laughs> then you see, then, then you cut to Oldman and uh, McKellen yeah. on like a roof of a building with binoculars looking <laughs> yeah. in at the hole going... Like Staller and Waldorf. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, she did it. She took them all down. <laughs> and then they, it, it pans out and then their torso slide up as well. <laughs> She's left no trace. <laughs> Just I, her amazing... Just Zendaya and Maisie Williams yeah. escaping across the border to, yeah. to yeah. Franada. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea that Bob Hoskins is a gangster in this. And because it's like England and, and America, it's like there's this ballroom and it's like, oh, yes... I love watching Strictly come dancing with the stars. <laughs> oh, we can get a lot of mid-Atlantic accents in this we, movie. Oh, yeah. It's Everyone's a perfect place for literally a set of fictional kingdom in the middle of the Atlantic. Yeah. <laughs> it's right. an American flag, but with a little, the British flag in the top left where the stars <laughs> <Yeah>. are. <laughs> like the original 13 colonies flag. Oh no no! It's the other way around. You've got the Union Jack, but like in <laughs> with the, the Americans, just with the entire just 50 stars in the wait. <laughs> get the British flag with the entire modern American flag in the top corner. So it's a it's a corner cutaway with a corner cutaway. <laughs> <laughs> and then in the corner cutaway, the American flag. It's the British flag again. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's a recu- like, what's it called? The recursive, the recursive, the recursive Jack. <laughs> the, the, the money's the money's got like a face smash. Of- Queen Elizabeth <laughs> and Joe Biden on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's called it's called the Fractal Jack, is it? Yeah. yeah. Fractal Jack. Wow. President King Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> In the White Palace. <laughs> Buckingham Wh- House Wh- Whitingham Palace <laughs> President King Charles and Lady The end The end, yep Maisie yeah. Williams and, uh, and Zendaya f- fleeing across Canada <laughs> Wow To not Canada <laughs> So from Phil Walters, we've got your own personal wise guy. Your own personal. We've, we've been getting wise guy. guy. We've been getting pretty high tech here, <laughs> and like this, <laughs> this almost begs to be, you know, a little AI assistant. I I think, I think uh, we go sort of modern day or uh-huh. or like when gangsters Ooh. were. Could could, right. could could we have a, a recreation of the modern world, mm. except it's actually the 1700s, to the point where, like, like smart advert boards, it's just, like, a guy dressed as a butler who just has a scroll that he unfurls. I think you're on the absolute right track. Yeah. I just think that's the 1930s. Sure, yeah. Right? I think that what we're doing is Flintstones tech... Yeah, right, as in like, as in we're using <laughs> yeah, yeah, narrative yeah. tech, right? Yeah, yeah we're yeah. using Flintstones framing. Yeah, yeah. For a commentary on the modern day yeah. set in the 1930s, yeah, yeah, where everyone's got like instead of Siri, it's like Wise Guy. Yeah, yeah. You've always got a little guy following you yeah. around who knows what, where you're going, knows how long it takes you to get to. Why? Why have we done a black? Mi- why have we ended up doing a black mirror <laughs> yeah. episode? Don't know. We, we started with gangsters, ended up with like. What's the new bit of technology we should all be fearing? <laughs> Personal wise guys. 
<laughs> what I was going to say was, right, <laughs> gangsters, they've got to have a legitimate business front, right? right? Sure. Why not your own personal wise guy? <laughs> Just get, a, get Joe Pesci to come to your, like, wedding or something like that. Just, like, he's going to pretend to shoot a bunch of people. It'd be really funny. <laughs> because he's, like, from the movie Goodfellas, he shoots other people in that. <laughs> I, like... It's not really the job of the wise guy to shoot a bunch of people. Yeah, yeah. it's a wise guy. Feels to me like it, the the job of the wise guy is to is to like make is to get shot after making wise after get cracking wise. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like it's saying not- too much or or making light of a situation gets your gets your whacked. yeah enough so that Jabba the Hutt goes you some kind of wise guy yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jabba the Hutt never said that <laughs> you some kind of wise guy right, silly so, wise guy let's get let's get Jabba the Hutt in as the <laughs> wise guy foodoo. who's the voice of Jabba the Hutt I want him. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I just think like the, 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 the arc of this story is what yeah. you do is you'd have everyone getting their own personal wise guy tells yeah. you the, the best cut throughs to, to get away from the cops yeah, you yeah. know in your little in your what little... you there's a speed camera there are no speed cameras in 1930. No, what, there's what guys. The really tall guys yeah. who just look at cameras <laughs> going... With, 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 with measuring tape on the, on the road. Yeah. yeah. That person's going too fast. And I'm then, going to write down their registration. Oh, no, I can't no, see no, no. it anymore. He, he, he chases you. That's why he's really tall. He's got Runs really long you. legs. As soon as somebody's going too fast, he just starts chasing them. And he's got one of those little clickers. You know the things in, like in geography? Yeah, he used the little... To all along oh, yeah, yeah. tell you when you'd gone a yard yeah um, <laughs> you're, you're going at 18 miles per hour that's way above the speed limit yeah. of five his top his like stovepipe hat is like bouncing threatening <laughs> to not land on his head but always lands back on his head as he's running along <laughs> so to avoid those the wise guys tell you like to make a left here uh, yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know you got Danny DeVito is, is the main wise oh, guy yeah, in this, yeah. in this yeah, movie yeah. Um, and uh, make a left here come on uh, and so he, he, he turns left avoids the, the, the stove top hat <laughs> running along with a little clicker man <laughs> policeman the speed gentleman I, I love the if if this then aspect of this world <laughs> I mean it's, it's just it's, it's Flintstones but for the yes yeah, I love how the Flintstones were like the 50s, 60s, yeah, yeah. and they got all the mo- uh, mod cons. Yeah. <laughs> garbage disposal. Yeah, garbage yeah, disposal, yeah. but it's all dinosaur shit. Car wash we, stuff. we do what we've got now, but in the 30s, and yeah. it's weird as fuck. It's so strange. Yeah. <laughs> Barely works. Yeah. But I think, yeah, the... Um, the wise guys, as as is with, with the moment, um, the wise guys all share information about all the gangsters with each yeah, other yeah. and start to create their own, like, they're serving a central master who's like a corporation, uh, like, who's who's trying to get rid of... Uh, I'm just going to crib from um, uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit here. It's just trying to get rid of the public transport. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's it. Yeah, I hate it, public it, transport. It's, it's Henry Ford. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's Henry Ford, played by Timothy Chalamet. Yes, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and no, yeah. Timothy Chalamet is clearly one of those guys chasing after <laughs> no, you. Yeah, he's got, yeah. Yeah. He's, got he's got a little clicker. Yeah, yeah big pointy shoes. <laughs> the speed gentleman. <laughs> speed gentleman. <laughs> 
Oh, I got got by one of the speed gentlemen <laughs> on, on Fifth Avenue. <laughs> and who, who's the main who's the main character? Who's playing the main character in this? Like, uh, who's who's who who would need a wise guy? Who like, would need a wise guy? Oh, Bob Hoskins. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's like, I can't believe you. you I can't. I can't believe you do this, wise guy, Danny DeVito. And and he's like, I'm sorry. I guess I just got too wise. I love how in this car you got two balls of human beings. Yeah. <laughs> Did we ever see them in the same movie? I don't think so. This sucks because yeah. they're they're so round. Yeah, both yeah. Of them so good. It's rolling along. Yeah. There you go. We have it, your own personal wise guy. Your own personal wise guy. I'm just thinking about... nightmares of a speed gentleman chasing me. Yeah. (laughs) Their legs seemingly getting longer as they run after you. Yeah, you've got a long moustache that also gets longer. Yeah, everything just gets longer. It's like the fucking yellow submarine movie. (laughs) A bit, yeah. Yeah. All right, so those were all uh, films this week. Great. Sure were. Thank you to everyone who's given us titles. Remember... If you want to give us film titles, we put a genre-specific post out every Friday, um, most likely, or, or maybe Saturday if we're running late. Um, they are on facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast, Twitter at Life's a Pitch Show, and patreon.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast. More about that last one in a few moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you again for coming on to the uh, show, Ash. Always a pleasure. Um, we managed to keep it quite not Star Wars. Yeah, I didn't get a single lightsaber or a pod racer in no, there. No, surprisingly. I think... Surprisingly. <laughs> at least I got a sci-fi. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Jabba the Hutt turned up at some point. I can't yeah. remember, really. Um, there was mention of Jabba the Hutt. Somewhere yeah. in there, yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, thank you for coming on. Uh, have anything to, to plug? Any, um, you know... Uh, yeah, yeah. There's uh, there's um, side quests, which is a... a, a I'm not allowed to say improv. We're dynamic theatre, is what we are. Oh. Um, um, we've got a show coming up. It's the last show in Sheffield for quite a while. Um, 16th of February. Will this be out by then? Yeah. Just? I'm going to say... Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, 16th of February. It's at... a week from now almost. It's it's not, but yeah. Well, it's a week from uh, week from when this episode goes out. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Steel Cauldron, Sheffield. Uh, you should come. Mm. 7.30. Um, it'll be the last side quest in Sheffield for ages, because then we're going to go touring. Yeah. End up in the fringe, yeah. where obviously we'll make it big. Oh yeah! So uh, yeah. this is your time to come and get me to sign your chest or whatever. Yeah, get it, <laughs> yeah. Tat- get it tattooed on before yeah. I'm big. I'll everyone's, be there. Or, or everyone's treasure chests. Yeah, <laughs> they're gonna get signed. Exactly. I'll be there. I'm also in Side Quest, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Uh, the fantasy role playing stage uh, performance, dynamic theater, dynamic theater where where the audience decide how the story goes yeah, yeah the, the the bit is we basically do a two hour movie but you decide the plot and the characters yeah it's great but it's not it sounds like improv but it's it's, it's, it's not we don't say that if well. you if you want to um if you think you're pretty good at naming characters or movies or, or the, the the names of stories mm. uh in in the life's a pitch like yeah. comments then you're probably a pretty good audience member for yeah you have a good time yeah. for uh, uh for this yeah, uh, there's, I've been a, there's a lot times. of there's a lot of overlap for yeah, <laughs> enjoyment yeah. of life's a pitch for and enjoyment sure. of side quests and also cast of yes and cast of yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> side quests are pretty strong kind of anchored to fantasy live action life's a pitch basically. oh yeah pretty yeah much. pretty much um, but yeah come along it's a lovely time and if you miss it then. Um, 
will be in a city near you. Yeah, bad luck, idiot. You'll have to go to Manchester or Nottingham or something. And if you're listening from Manchester or Nottingham, <laughs> great news. Good luck finding us. Yeah, we'll be. <laughs> great news. We'll be there and other places. Uh, Fantasy Fest. Yeah. Be there. I think. Stay tuned to the last pitch socials. Pro- I'm yeah. sure Tom will, will, will talk about them um, on there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I might bring it up as we do shows around yeah. the country. Yeah, you've got, you got an international lesser base. We do! All of yeah. whom would have to travel to England. Yeah. Because, um... <laughs> They're not going international. Yeah. Well, when we get to the fringe, I guess technically we're making it as far as Scotland. Oh, but... yeah. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, at push. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, thank you again for coming on. Mm-hmm. Thanks for having me. Um, and uh, thank you for listening, everyone. It has uh, been a blast to record for you, and uh, it wouldn't be possible without those of you who helped uh, by sharing it with your friends and also of course going over to Patreon as Tom said uh, patreon.com forward slash life's a pitch podcast that is a place you can give us a little bit of money each month uh, in order to help uh, the podcast keep going and also get some bonus content for yourself we give you extra pictures we get you a, a vote on the genre but also you can get your name read out and uh, these oh, yeah. are the yeah. names actual real given names of uh, the people who give us money. That is Spanky, Across the Universe, Cashews in the Attic. Is that anything? Stephen D. Thomas, orcsoddorks.podbean.com, Christmas episode now out in the wild like a feral elf being hunted by a shotgun wielding St. Nick. Fingers to hand. Paul Giamatti taking the ginger electrician's wife to Finger Avenue while he sorts your fuses out. <laughs> James Delaney. Oh <laughs> A warning to thee. Doth not prod thy finger of curiosity into a sooth yond. Thou art ill did prepared for. <laughs> I wasn't expecting it to get so lewd. <laughs> finger avenue could mean anything. I know. <laughs> but we're all thinking the same thing. Yeah, yeah. You've had me at subscribe. The name's Gumboot. Ptolemy Gumboot. Chicago PD. Retired. Your man Brent says you've got a suspicious name situation needs investigating. Rebecca, enter film quote here later, Beachy. God damn you, Genie, where's my sky meat? Question mark. Brent Black. Question box. Retired. Thanks, Inspector. See here. Look at the names. There's something going on. I keep getting phone calls where somebody just breathes down the line. <laughs> and young Thomas, never fitting, still is sitting, still is, still is sitting on the bust of Matthew, just beyond my chamber door, and his eyes have all the seeming of a Joseph Hegarty. <laughs> that is dreaming, and the lamp lights o'er them streaming throws their podcast upon the floor. And my soul from out that shadow lies floating on the door, perched, sat, considered, mat, a bird, the inspector, nevermore. <laughs> the festive serial dragon and family, that he is considered as the rightful property of some one or other of their daughters. Deny human, deny human, deny human. Look, inspector, hark there, that one. Did you see it? Flew right past the arrogant bastard. How? Quickly, sir. Inspect! Alex Keane. Nobody tell Patreon about my SQL injections. Hark, the Herald Angel singer of the second Patreon account I created to join this stupid ARG. I invited you all to gut level. I invited you to climbing. 
but you all seem to all you seem to want is life-changing wishes granted for sure <laughs> zoe all right who's ready for february time to cancel matt for their right-wing opinions about taxation and morality the vengeful ghosts of lizzie windsor and winston churchill Thank you to all those people. Oh, thank you. This has been one of those ones, those Patreon names, where I think about someone who's listening to this podcast for the first time. And, <laughs> like, you know when you listen to a podcast and you kind of just sort of zone out a bit? You know, yeah, there's only tune it, back in. And it is that bit where it's like, we just uh, plug in all the socials again. It's yeah. like, all right, okay, okay. And then yeah. you just sort of zone back in again. It's just nonsense for five minutes is that when you've had a stroke yeah it's like, there's a mysterious inspector trying to figure out why all the names are weird yeah yeah sometimes like I was listening to a podcast the other day five minutes of adverts before the actual content of the show wow. and I was so I, I thought I'd clicked on an episode that was just adverts I thought I was going mad I'm so glad we don't have adverts for that reason <laughs> but also like this is the this is the <laughs> the, the trade off yeah. it's just five minutes of nonsense at the end of the episode <laughs> I think the danger you would run if you ever did accept adverts is that the same energy that your patrons carry <laughs> like they're already willing to give you money to read stuff out yeah they're just gonna hire you. <laughs> You're just gonna end up with two Patreon sections. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> You're just, we're just gonna get paid probably slightly more for an yeah. ad placement where we have to read out copy instead of a name. <laughs> yeah, or just adverts for like shit that you've said in a previous episode of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. probably it's just products that we accidentally made re- yeah. made real. It's what like, was it? Yeah, fucking hell. Like... <laughs> speak more stuff into existence. <laughs> Uh, well, me pantis or something yeah, like that. Do you remember that? that was a, the me pantis. I, I forgot me undies existed until yep. I remembered me pantis. Me undies being the actual thing. Yep. Me pantis. Me pantis being... being the like explosive ones that we made up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, uh, we usually end the show uh, with a yes, very clever award. Time. Yes, the yes, very clever award. We give out to someone who's given us a title based around an existing title and just had a bit of fun with it, or given us a joke. Uh, that just well, yeah we couldn't really make much out of. <laughs> okay yeah. uh, so this week it goes to Stuart Dunlop who's given us three cool. three different three separate three different joke titles really wanted the award some of these are arguably not based on existing titles <laughs> but I was just like I'm throwing all three of these in here <laughs> so the Unpitchables mm, yeah. it's about us the Social Mafia mm, sure and uh, the Tennis Racket uh, yeah, it's not. It's like that's it. not based on anything, right? No, it's not based on anything. I just thought it was quite just a funny joke. Just on the concept joke. of a tennis racket. Yeah. Yes, very clever. Very, very, very clever, clever, very clever. So until next week, I've been Tom McGrath. I've been Matt Turner. I've been Ash Routh. And don't don't be a big. Do the big pitch. Yeah, do the big pitch. That's what we do. <laughs> do the big pitch. Stay, stay normal. <laughs> 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 <laughs>